We can speculate and toss ideas around till we're blue in the face, but it's often really good to talk to people that are in the know, that have been there and done that, that have yes. actually walked it. Uh, so the CEO, or formerly CEO of New Zealand Rugby, is David Moffat. He's also the CEO of the NRL competition, the Rugby League competition in Australia, the CEO of Welsh Rugby and the Head of Sport England. He joins us on the line now to have a chat. Hello, David. Hi, David. Hi, guys. How are you? Well, good. Thanks, mate. We're having a really interesting chat, and as you might expect, there's a fair amount of heat in the, <laughs> in the callers and uh, a lot of angst. In your view, were you surprised by the decision to retain Ian Foster? No, in actual fact, I predicted this exact outcome because they had boxed themselves into a corner with their multitude of reviews um, and their pressure they'd put on Foster. And they were at the point where they either had to back him or sack him. Now, they decided to take the soft option and back him. And, um, and then what they had to do, having decided that, they had to take it through to the World Cup because the, pop, the population... The fans just wouldn't tolerate having another review. The interesting thing, though, is what happens if uh, the ABs go through a two or three match losing sequence again? Uh, and, um, you know, they've made their decision. Foster and co. are taking us through to the World Cup, and we've just got to wish them all the very best. So from what you've said, you would have been more comfortable if they'd sacked them. Yeah, I've always felt right from day one that um, Razor Robinson should have been the, uh, the the coach. Younger guy, brings a huge amount of energy uh, and would have been able to connect with the younger viewers, the younger fans um, than was the case uh, with Ian Foster. And he got a much, much better record than Ian Foster had as, as, a, as a head coach. Uh, albeit at super rugby level, but you still got, you know, that that, is, that used to be a really tough competition. So, yeah, I mean, I've been consistent in that. I have, ne- I have not uh, ever um, had a crack at the players because I think the players were, were you know, in receipt of some, you know, pretty poor decision-making by New Zealand rugby, particularly their CEO. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just felt that, if they were going to make a change now, it had to be the case, but they've they've stayed with Foster and now they've got to get on with it and they've got to keep winning. A lot of people are saying that it was money, it came down to money, that it would have cost them millions to let him go. Uh, do you think that yeah. really was a factor? Well, it could have been. I mean, you know, if you, if you have a contract, um, both sides have got to honour that contract and I don't know what, um, what Ian Foster and his coaches we're on obviously um and we don't have the money the sort of money in the game that let's say the english premier league has where they where they buy out their coaches Mm. if they fail um you know we we just don't have that sort of money so that could have been a factor but whatever the factor was they've made a decision the other thing that i think um didn't annoy me but I, i was a bit surprised at is that it was left to the chairman to actually make the announcement. Mm. If I'd been the chief executive, I would have said to the board, okay, here's my recommendation. You can either back it or not. Um, and I think that his recommendation was to keep Foster. And then he should have made the announcement. A proper chief executive, a chief executive in any major company would have made that announcement. And if the if the chairman needed to be there with him to show solidarity, then then uh, then he could have um, you know sat there while uh, while Robinson made the announcement. I, I think that was a very bad mistake on behalf of the chairman and board. They Why should... do you think they did that, David? 
I have no idea. I mean, I, I just think that they should have given Mark Robinson an opportunity on the back of the win against South Africa and where he didn't cover himself in glory in the, in the media conference that he held after it. Mm. An opportunity to get back on the horse and say, this is my recommendation, the board have backed me and um, we're all gung-ho to the next World Cup. But mm. that didn't happen. David, it looks like or sounded like uh, the board appoints the coach, right? Um, I would have thought that it might have been the, it would have been the CEO or CE that appointed the coach because, of course, the CE made yeah. the recommendation. It all depends on what's in the, um, you know... Contract. In, the, in their rules. No, in the rules of New Zealand rugby as to mm. um, who gets to appoint the coach and whether it is um, the board... Inevitably, the board will take the recommendations of um, of the chief executive. On on the last occasion, um, you know, when you had Graham Henry involved, who should never have been anywhere near the selection process, um, you know, they would have gone. They, they would have had that selection process. Mark Robinson would have gone to the board with well, this is my recommendation, and they would have um, backed the recommendation. David, this is a bit awkward to raise with you, but you called for the sacking at the time of Graham Henry, and he went on to win the Rugby World Cup. Do you think that you know that, that it could be that Ian Foster wins the Rugby World Cup and all is forgiven? I think if he wins the World Cup, definitely all will be forgiven, mm. and um, and there will be a lot of pressure. He'll put a lot of pressure on New Zealand rugby to keep him until the following World Cup. <laughs> did um, you, when you saw Graham Henry win, did you review your opinion after that? Did you go, actually, I got that one wrong, or do you think that was sort of just fortunate, good luck that he got it? Oh no, I think I think uh, you have to have a look at who he had with him um, and um, Steve Hansen and but the guy that really um, should have got the knighthood in my my opinion was Wayne Smith. Yep, yeah, you know he's immense. And look what he's already doing with the Black Ferns. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can. I mean, I get things wrong all the time, mm. um, but. But here I've been more concerned with the process that they've yeah. been following, which I think has been fundamentally flawed. I sort of agree with you on that. And yeah. last thing, before you run, I'm not really big on conspiracy theories. In fact, for the most part, I loathe them. But there's a lot of people texting in, David, just a yes or a no, saying that they believe that South Africa and their management threw that <laughs> test at Alice Park so that the All Blacks would retain Foster and therefore give them a better chance of the Rugby World Cup. Yes or no? <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, I can't give a yes or no answer because one has to answer. I ask them why did they drop marks exactly. the best player in the first test exactly. and also one of the guys from the back row yeah. and that was the end of them yeah. Yeah. so yeah I don't know mate <laughs> okay. David really appreciate you making time for us thank you very much have a great day you too bye, bye. Cheers. former NZR CEO David Moffat